Hello guys and welcome back to the Inner Circle Podcast. I am Dan and the book that I am reading is In Cold Blood by Truman Capote. Hello, I'm Danielle and I am reading the book Stamped by Jason Reynolds. What's up? I'm Chris, and my book is called um, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Hi, I'm Emily, and my book is Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. Cool, so let's get right into it. Welcome back, Dan. Glad to have you back. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't last even the last one. <laughs> I, have to, I have to listen to the last one because I didn't get to listen to it at all. Did you like it's it? It's nice to finally be back. Sorry. <laughs> First question is, in your experiences, is reading an effective method to exercise empathy? Are there other methods that you think people should implement into their lives? So anyone want to go first? <laughs> volunteer Chris's tribute. Uh, thank you for, for throwing me under the bus. <laughs> really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, personally for me, I don't see how reading could be. I guess if, well, for my book personally, I'm not really getting anything to, that I'm, I'm not learning anything about empathy in my book. It's more about creativity. So reading in general doesn't work for me just like we talked in seminar how we it's based through experiences of interacting with others and i think that's how we can exercise our empathy personally for me that's i think that works better but reading's not really my thing in general so but yeah that's it. yeah i'm the same i don't really like reading either but i mean i can kind of see what the question is saying a little bit like we read about Malala and her experiences so we kind of felt like we can like somewhat put ourselves in her shoes to try to feel how she felt and about you guys I I did feel bad that she had to go through all that but in a way her going through that made her a stronger individual and she's thriving now in my opinion so yeah yeah, she was very inspiring. <laughs> and um, for me, I feel like reading, because I read, but uh, not as, I feel like not as much as I used to, but I'm getting there now. <laughs> um, but I feel like it does, if you're a reader, it does help you understand like a character's point of view or just a person's point of view in general. 
and like like you said Dan with uh, Malala it helped us kind of understand how she was feeling in a way based on her experience and I feel like people should try and implement um, implement uh, empathy into their lives I feel like that can help them take the time to understand what someone else is going through and to be able to put uh, yourself into their shoes I feel like that should be a good or everyone should try that at least yeah I definitely agree on that one Emily you have any thoughts to this yes so I I do think it honestly depends on what book you choose to read um and based on that book um I guess whether or not it has empathy in it I'm sure like you'd be able to if not relate to the character but understand what the character is going through you know yeah (laughs) I agree okay so great answers for the first question guys so let's go on to the next one with someone that we read about, hear of, or meet, to taking action to help, support, or care for them. In other words, how do we turn empathy into an action? Now, from my understanding of this, and from what we've read, um, like, yesterday, what was, of, um, The Limits of Empathy by David Brooks, um, from what I got out of it is that not everyone, you know, is willing to take action when they feel empathy towards someone or something. Like, one example from a text was, you may feel bad for the homeless person across the street, but, uh, odds are that you're not gonna, like, give them some of your money just because, um, you know, there's other, like, what's it, like, circumstances that will lead you to choosing to not take action, whether it's financial, you know, um, capabilities or, um, just personal preference, I guess, not wanting to choose to take action, if you get what I'm saying, but that's my take on it. Yeah, I feel yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> go, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> Okay, I apologize. Um, but yeah, I, I like the example of the uh, the homeless man because it's it it that's basically sums up everything that I was about to say. Basically, giving money to help that person is a, definitely a way of taking action with empathy. But yeah, you basically you used all the words I was about to say. So, hooray! <laughs> well, at least we all know that we're like on like the same page. So go ahead, Danielle. You can speak. <laughs> Thanks. What I want to say was, uh, that example, it just shows how hard it is, kind of, like, you can feel things, like, everyone can feel, like, empathy, but it does become very challenging to turn that and and help someone physically, you know? Like, you can understand them, but how would you, how would you do that, (laughs) you know? 
I don't know, like, I don't know. How would you do that? <laughs> I see where you're coming from, though, but I don't know. Like, I've, I've actually had to, like, I don't know, deal with that, I guess you would say. But, you know, if you, like, go to New York City or when I went to Philly, I don't even know how many years ago I went to Philly for, like, a weekend trip. And there was just homeless people literally sleeping in the middle of the sidewalk where people were walking. And, like, it's like I feel bad, but at the same time, it's like they're, to me, they're not doing anything to make themselves better besides sleeping, like, in the middle of the friggin' walkway. But I don't know. I think that just, I feel like a lot of people go through that where they're, they have to make the decision if they want to help or if they don't want to help. And, like I just said before, like, chances are they're mostly not gonna help yeah i think i think it's just some people maybe too afraid to step up and help because i mean i guess they feel like maybe it's not worth trying i guess because they feel like they can't do anything about it so if they try and then they're trying so hard and nothing happens then now they feel like they've just failed them you know what i mean or uh, wasted whatever yeah, like they wasted their time almost yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i agree with that yeah i yeah. think personally um i think a person can show empathy but there's i think it also shows like a character a person's character like you can have empathy but like others may not and they might see that homeless man and not feel bad but another person might feel bad and they can't help. Like they want to, but they can't. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. I, I think it's just big character and like how you think. Mm-hmm. And, how, and like it, how, or how, uh, I can't speak. <laughs> it depends on the person, basically. I mean, I even think about like a situation where a kid is getting bullied and you want to help that kid but you feel like if you'll try to do something to help that kid getting bullied, now everyone of you will start like harming you in a way, you know what I mean? And start making yeah. fun of you. And that's kind of, it kind of, it's has a similarity with what we're talking about, like the homeless man and empathy, empathy in general. But anyways. I think that was definitely a really, really good um, question. We all have really, really good answers. But Emily, I definitely agree with your point of view about how it shows character. And I don't know. To me, I feel like you, like, I don't know. It depends on who the person is. But me, personally, like, I feel empathy towards a lot of people just because that's the type of person I am. And I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to get out here. I think I was just trying to state an example of how I agree, but I definitely agree with that, so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the last question is, um, in what ways has learning about the stories of another increased your own capacity for empathy? So, anyone else wanna go first since I went, I said last time? Get someone else. I volunteer, Emily. Yeah, Emily, how about that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, here, In what ways has learning about the stories of another 
like another individual, increase your own capacity for empathy? Um, okay, so I think this kind of leads to like the short stories that we've been reading and discussing. And going back to Malala, um, I think her story really expanded everyone's um, capacity of empathy because we were able to kind of follow her on her journey and hear her out and like what she went through. Um, so I think by learning about her story, we got sort of a different point of view of like what they go through because she really shared like everything she went through bad i mean there's no really anything good about her story but um yeah like i <laughs> i agree with that because there's so much that goes on that we don't know about and so when things like that are revealed to us are we can learn and try to empathize with the people who are struggling and you know all the other experience that experiences that other people are going through and stuff and uh i really like all of the stories that we've listened to because it just gives us a better understanding and a um <laughs> it just helps us like keep it keeps our minds open open we we are more open-minded and we have more knowledge and understanding of other things that surround us and everything you know i feel like especially now that we have like the media and everything it's even more like available to us and we get to see things that we wouldn't have seen like in the early 2000s or something <laughs> where iphones were big but weren't that big and like you know there wasn't really like TikTok and all stuff, I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I also think that this kind of goes towards like if, like a friend, like if you have a friend who always seems happy, but then all of a sudden they shut down and they like vent to you almost, and you're like, whoa, I didn't know that. And it kind of like expands your view on life, like you don't really know that someone's going through something unless like they come out and say it and it kind of just gives you a different point of view and everything yeah and especially with like your friend opening up to you you become also appreciative of the fact that they trusted you enough to open up to you and you also can learn to physically empathize with them in a way uh well you can empathize with them in general but you can learn to know how to physically empathize with that person since you know them so well you know i agree yeah. i'm sorry again <laughs> oh, chris i was just saying i agree <laughs> oh, okay okay um yeah i definitely think like with the podcast that we're doing and the readings even the seminars i feel like it's a really great way of having us all connect and actually being able to be more open about our feelings and opinions about something with all of us in the class. So I feel like that's an, uh, another great way of expanding our capacity for empathy. But
take on this question. I already have a lot of room for empathy in me, and I feel like I'm already a very empathetic person just because I care so much about other people, even just random strangers. I don't know why I do that, but I do. So, um, learning about the stories, it just goes back to what Emily said, like with Malala, like I did feel empathy towards her and her uh, family's experiences, and but now like she's grown so much from it, and I think that. I think I've said this in one of our other podcasts, well, the only other podcast I was on, first one, and how I said that um, you need to go through something that you think that you'll never go through or just something difficult and challenging to become a better you and grow as a person. And I think that just goes along with Malala's story perfectly. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that a lot. And uh, Dan, I also want to say that I can see that in you. Yeah, you're like really compassionate towards your friends but why i don't know well, it's not a bad thing at all and it's like it shows how good of a person you are and um also oh my goodness okay well i appreciate it <laughs> and oh oh yeah this is what i was gonna say i totally drew a blank for a minute um and imagine how like scary that is like you're not knowing if you're gonna be able to go back home and like getting shot in the head. That's literally crazy. But I agree. Like it's how do like, you? Oops. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> go first. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> like that's so scary. How would you like? I don't know how she did it because I don't know how I would do it. <laughs> I'd probably be like bawling my eyes out crying. But she was so strong and so like. She really, it made her stronger, which was really cool, but, and I agree that experiences like that can push you forward and help you understand more and realize more, you know? Yeah, very well said. I was going to say before, um, that's like, I can kind of relate to what you were saying about how you you don't know if you're going to go back home or not. Like, you're, like, she was constantly wondering because over the summer, like, that's, like, what happened with, like, me and my family. Well, not really so much me, but we, like, my sister, like, a couple of my other family members, like, almost drowned. And we didn't even, like, when you think about it, like, in the moment, we're like, oh, my God, are they, like, going to come back home with us? Like, are they going to, like, survive? Because the waters were so bad in the ocean because I guess it was a storm the night before. So, like, that's what we were constantly wondering, like, are we going to get them out of there and are we going to get them home safely? So I definitely understand that, um, like, aspect of what you just said, yeah. but... Are they okay? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, um, they're obviously way better now. They're okay. all terrified of the ocean. Oh, my goodness. But, dude, it was crazy. That was wild day and that was on vacation oh my goodness yeah i know but we're all chilling now and we're definitely super grateful that we're all together spending another thanksgiving yeah um, thanksgiving's right in the corner yes very exciting but that's very also um with thanksgiving uh this whole side note i guess it's crazy because no one can really see each other unless you were to like zoom call your family or something it's kind of sad you know because you yeah. can't really, like, you can't really physically be there with your family, you know? But it's yeah. also okay, because you can still make memories, you know? Yeah, I mean, 
it's it's different for me only because we always have thanksgiving with the same people and they literally live a block away from me plus i'm up there every single day and they work like we have a family business so like we all are together all the time so it's not like it's like you know that bad if we're together and whenever they are at work you know they're always isolated or wearing masks so like we're still staying safe and we're not gonna be right up each other's alley the entire time at dinner and stuff but i definitely understand and i i do feel that's what i'm saying i feel empathy for those families that can't thanksgiving together look at that (laughs) (laughs) and bam we just tied it in the empathy (laughs) yes oh my god look at this i could have had such a great thanksgiving and then COVID had to hit my home and now, now it's not now it's not happening. Oh man. <laughs> I'm hopes are washed away. It sucks. People want wait, people uh it's not really my business. People in your family like Yeah, my brother. Oh, I don't care what I say. <laughs> well I hope he gets better. Thank you. Are you Definitely guys okay? suck. I No, yeah, we're we're all good. I tested negative for work. So we're all thinking that uh he's a false positive because in the beginning he was only feeling a headache and a sore throat that was it and then a fever for like two days but that was about it well i mean that's better than what could happen so yeah yeah, yeah for sure but i mean god has a plan for everyone i think he'll get over he'll not get over it but you know overcome it well guys this is a really good podcast Oh, Emily, did you want to say something? <laughs> oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I think going with, like, following with that, I think um, we feel empathy for, like, families who, like, this is going to get sad really quick, but, like, people who lost, like, a family member due to COVID, like, this is their first holiday without them. So I think we, like, we kind of feel empathy for them, you know? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I really agree with mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it's so sad too. Oh my goodness. And I'm thankful that. What the heck? Why are we getting so (laughs) (laughs) I'm really thankful, you know, for my family and you guys too, and all my classmates and stuff. And I'm glad that no one. Oh, my heart, (laughs) (laughs) And I'm happy that everyone, you know, is safe. Yeah, they're safe. And. You know, I'm glad that everyone's, like, safe and at least home. Even if they're not with their entire family, they're with someone in their family, you know? So at least they don't have yeah. to spend their Thanksgiving, like, alone or anything. But, yeah, the feeling of loss is also very sad. I can empathize with hey. a lot of people with that. Same, me too. I'm sure everyone well, can, yeah. I think we made very valid points today and we all have a really great view over this topic so i applaud you guys great job yeah, today this was, i think this one was a really good one dan thank you for yeah, coming back we miss you i know right <laughs> finally <laughs> and i really uh, i think we all did so well on this one because we all i think every like all of us feel empathy i think everyone in our class also feels it too that you can tell just by talking what was that assignment or not the assignment the thing we were doing the other day the with the seminar. circle and yeah yeah, yeah yeah like we i really like you saw like uh, everyone in our class we all have empathy in some way shape or form and i don't know, i think it's like a really good thing and i am grateful for all of them too actually yeah. so i agree 
I think it was we all made amazing points. <laughs> I liked all of our points. They're really good. And I think I really liked our convo, our conversation. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so thank you guys. Even our depressed moments. Oh, yeah, fact. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope all of you have a blessed Thanksgiving with whoever reach out to the people that you can't have thanksgiving with call them up you know yeah call them them uh, yeah zoom them up (laughs) 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 thank you guys huh spend time with the people that you have at home yes yes your animals i have no choice (laughs) i have no pets but animals well you know what it's okay you guys could have mine if you want them. <laughs> oh yeah, shoot, bring your dog. <laughs> Alright. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to our third episode. Yeah, our third episode of Inner Circle. Thanks for always listening. And- I don't know. Have Let a bold us, day. Have a have a blessed day. Oh, have a blessed day. Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. Yeah. The outro. <laughs>